It's an early Tuesday morning in November 2018, and Caleb Barsarian is waiting for his order in a coffee shop in downtown Fresno, California. It's been a month since SunMade CEO Harry Overly refused to accept the Raisin Bargaining Association's asking price for raisins. Barsarian was sure Overly was bluffing and would return to the table. But so far, Overly shows no sign of conceding. Negotiations have essentially stopped, and Barsarian isn't sleeping well. I have a double espresso for Calum. Across the room, a man's head shoots up at Calum's name. He quickly gets up from his table and strides to the counter where Barsarian is picking up his order. Calum, hi, I own a small farm over in Selma. I just wanted to say thank you for everything you're doing for independent farmers and standing up for us against Sunmade. Thanks, I'm doing my best. I know you are. I I heard some rumors that Harry Overly was learning the cost of not negotiating with the RBA. Yeah, I heard about that too, but you know, threats, violence, that's how things go in Raisin Land. It's been that way for a long time. Someone can't handle that, well, maybe they don't belong here. Barsarian shakes the man's hand and heads out of the coffee shop, feeling the pressure more than ever. He can't let down the farmers he represents. 20 miles away, Harry Overly is at SunMade's headquarters meeting with their head of security. He hasn't been sleeping well either. I want round-the-clock security with special attention on the barrels of unprocessed raisins. They're vulnerable to fire, flooding. I, I don't know what these people are capable of. You got it, boss. For the record, we don't have any proof that Calum is behind these threats. I'm not saying Calum is doing anything personally. Christ, the man is 80 years old. Well, what does everyone say about the raisin industry? It runs on gossip, right? Well, Caleb knows who's sending the threats, and he's not stopping them. In my book, that's not how you do business. Overly seethes. Caleb Barsarian is grossly underestimating Overly's resolve if he thinks he's going to back down. As the animosity between Barsarian and Overly grows, so does the question of whether raisin farmers will stick with the RBA or choose a new direction with Harry Overly. The time for choice is looming. The two men are about to face off in front of the entire industry, forcing the farmers to make a decision that will shape the raisin industry for years to come. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business. And be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak with a Dell Technologies advisor today. Louisiana's diverse landscapes include dense timber forests and seafood-rich coastlines. And every step along the way, you'll find a business environment that's strong, diverse, and ripe with opportunity. Need proof? Louisiana is where NASA and higher ed partners build rockets that will soon put the first women on the moon. It's also where the port system delivers the most domestic cargo in the U.S. And Louisiana is home to the best workforce development program in the country. See what Louisiana economic development can do for you. Visit OpportunityLouisiana.com today. 
from Wondery. I'm David Brown, and this is Business Wars. On our last episode, SunMate upended the normal way of doing business by rejecting the RBA's price for raisins and refusing to buy from the group's farmers. It was an unexpected blow to the RBA and its venerable leader, Caleb Barsarian, who was brought in specifically to push the packers, including SunMate, to pay more to farmers. Tensions between Overly and Barsarian escalated quickly. Months earlier, both men agreed to be on a panel about the state of the raisin industry at the annual Grape, Nut, and Tree Fruit Expo in California's Central Valley. And now, what's usually a dull, if informative, discussion is shaping up to be one of the most anticipated events of the expo. This is Episode 3, Gambling the Future. It's November 13th, 2018, and two SunMate executives stride into the Industrial Education Building on the Fresno Fairgrounds. They stop short just inside the doorway. They're here for one of the industry's most important annual events. This showdown between Barsarian and Overly could determine which path raisin growers will take. The room is filled to capacity, with well over 500 people seated at rows of folding tables covered in plastic tablecloths. Their chatter echoes loudly off the concrete floors and high ceilings. The sun-made execs scan the room. Of the several hundred people in the room, there are only a handful the executives recognize as being with SunMade. Everyone else is an independent grower aligned with the RBA. The two men look at each other. Not exactly a friendly crowd, huh? That's for sure. These are the who's who of independent growers. On the bright side, if Harry can win these folks over, I guess he can win over any farmer. As if on cue, a farmer approaches them, a furious look on his face. You're despicable. Hundreds of farmers are going to go out of business because SunMade won't pay a fair price. One of the executives holds up his hands, motioning for the man to calm down. Sir, sir, I understand your frustration, but I assure you, we're not trying to cheat anyone out of a fair price. The other exec chimes in. Look, in just a few minutes, Harry Overly's going to speak, okay? Just listen to him. He's going to explain what we're thinking. Uh, It might hurt in the short term, but lowering the price of raisins is going to be better for everyone in the long term. The farmer looks between the two men as if he can't believe what they just said. After a beat... He cocks his head back and launches a large gob of spit at the executives. It lands right at their feet, narrowly missing their shiny leather shoes. Greedy bastards. The executives watch him walk away. Harry needs to hit a home run on that stage. Not far away, in a makeshift green room, Harry Overly and Caleb Barsarian wait to go on stage. Overly eats crackers, chewing loudly in the otherwise silent room. Marsarian sits with his arms crossed, staring in the opposite direction. Neither man says a word. The tension in the room is palpable. The moderator of the panel walks in. 
He's well aware of the conflict between Overly and Barsarian. He's anxious about controlling the crowd and keeping the conversation productive between the two men. He covers his nervousness with false cheer, grinning widely as he claps his hands together. Okay, gentlemen, we'll be going on in just a few minutes. I know you're both probably nervous. Neither Overly nor Barsarian acknowledges this point. They both stare at the moderator, waiting for him to continue. Well, anyway, I know this isn't where either of you would like to be right now, and I appreciate that you both still showed up. I know this may be painful, but it is also necessary to have this discussion. It's like eating your vegetables, right? The moderator grins, pleased with his analogy, but Overly and Barsarian remain stone-faced. Okay, gentlemen, they're ready for us. The men head out to face the crowd and each other. As soon as Overly and Barsarian step onto the stage, the crowd goes quiet. This is the moment they've all been waiting for. Overly and Barsarian take their seats on the stage. Barsarian scans the crowd. He knows most of the farmers in this room. Heck, he knew most of their parents. He feels a swell of confidence. These, these are his people. They have his back. Next to him, Overly reviews his note cards with his talking points. His points are good, his reasoning solid, and that gives him a sense of confidence. Overly figures he'll be able to win over the farmers once they hear his ideas. The moderator steps up to the microphone. The men sitting behind me need no introduction, and I know you're all eager to hear what they have to say. So let's get right to it. Mr. Barsarian, would you please come to the podium and give us your thoughts on the state of the raisin industry? Barsarian steps to the podium and looks out into the crowd. Friends, fellow farmers, you don't need me to tell you the state of the raisin industry. You know how hard it is to make ends meet, how much it costs to pay for the labor to pick your grapes, how hard it is to get access to water. We have 50% less acreage devoted to growing raisins today than we did in the year 2000. Now, if we want there to be a California raisin industry in the future, if we don't want to cede the market to Turkey, Chile, Iran, Uzbekistan, to name a few competitors, then we need to make growing raisins financially feasible for people right here in California. So I want to thank the farmers and the packers who've committed to the RBA this year. You are doing your part for the future of California raisins. Barsarian pauses and turns to direct his next comments to Overly. Everyone in this room knows that the price the RBA set for raisins this year is the highest we've ever had. Now, we're not doing that to be greedy. we, We do it so farmers can afford to keep growing raisins. Barsarian sits down, basking in the cheers. The moderator steps back up to the podium. Thank you, Mr. Barsarian. Mr. Overly, your turn. Overly slowly stands up and walks to the microphone. Overly waits for the noise to subside, his face unreadable. Thank you, Mr. Malcolm, for having me, and thank you to everyone here for listening. Look, I know I'm the new guy here, and many of you are part of families who have been in raisin farming for generations. 
You have no reason to trust me, but sometimes being the new guy allows you to have a new perspective, you know, to see things people who have been immersed in an industry can't. Well, let me tell you what I see. I see a great product that is not getting the attention it deserves in the marketplace. Overly removes the microphone from the stand and begins to pace the stage. His boyish energy surges through him. I firmly believe that California raisins are the best raisins in the world. But consumers have forgotten about them. And just try finding them in the grocery store. You just try. They're buried in the baking aisle. We should be in the checkout line near the gum and the candy. The farmers in the crowd exchange looks. This guy's making sense. In the back, the Sunmate execs give each other sly grins. It's too early to tell if Overly hit a home run, but he hasn't struck out. Back on stage, Overly continues. With all due respect to the people in this room, for too long the leaders of the raisin industry have been too focused on the short term. Farmers and packers, independents and sunmate have all been fighting over the same piece of the pie. I don't want to fight over one piece of pie. I want to make that pie bigger. I want to stop fighting. I want to unite to innovate and advertise. I want to make consumers excited about raisins again. And we can't do that if we keep raisin prices high. Overly now turns directly to address Barsarian. When I ask for a lower price for raisins, sir, I'm not trying to hurt raisin farmers. I'm trying to save them. He turns to face the crowd again. Thank you for listening. He replaces the microphone and sits back down. The room is quiet. There are no claps, no cheers, no boos, no hisses. Just silence. After a moment, the moderator returns to the microphone. Thank you both for your passion and commitment to the raisin industry. Now we're going to turn it over to the audience. I'm sure you have questions and comments for our two speakers. An old man slowly stands up. I have something I'd like to say. He pauses, gathering his thoughts. And for the first time that day, Overly and Barsarian make eye contact. Neither of them knows what he's going to say, whose side he's going to take. Will he stand by the RBA and fight for the higher price? Or will he break with them and buy into Overly's vision for the raisin industry? His reaction could tip the room one way or the other. And that, that will determine the future of California raisins. Where's my order? Where's my order? Where's my order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom for Customer Support, the business messenger that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more about Intercom's business messenger for customer support. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkle donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance 
or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Go to Investor.gov today to learn about these investment products and more. How much do you already know about investing? Find out by putting your financial knowledge to the test with their new investment quiz. Investor.gov is your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. Everyone in the audience stares at one old man waiting for him to speak. On stage, Overly and Barsarian are on pins and needles. Finally, the man opens his mouth. <clears throat> now, I've been a raisin farmer for a long time, and my father was a farmer before me. We've never been sun-made people. We resisted the night riders and stayed independent, even when that wasn't easy. But I think a lot of what Mr. Overly said makes sense. He pauses and looks Barsarian right in the eye. Caleb, you don't have a plan. It's like the seal is broken. The crowd rushes to agree with him. More and more farmers stand up and voice their support for Overly's vision. Up on stage, Overly beams. Next to him, Barsarian puts on a brave face but he seems to shrink. Moments ago, he was commanding the stage, but now, now he looks like a tired old man. It took almost 50 years, but Sunmade is back on top in Raisinland. Five months later, in April 2019, Harry Overly is rushing around his office. His flight to D.C. leaves in three hours, and he needs to head to the airport ASAP. He's leading a delegation to update agricultural officials on the state of raisins. Come in. A marketing exec walks in, holding mock-ups for the packaging of revamped yogurt-covered raisins the company's planning on launching in September. They're designed to complement the sour raisin snacks they released last month. With a goal of $100 million in growth over four years, Overly is committed to trying out a lot of new products and seeing what connects with millennial consumers. Overly knows a lot of millennials think of raisins with disdain, but he's hoping that these new products will show raisins in a new light. I know you're leaving for D.C., but I wanted to run these designs past you real quick. He lays them out on Overly's desk. Overly studies the designs. All right, let's make the whole fruit really pop here where it says made with whole fruit. I want it really, really big. That's our whole selling point, okay? This is an indulgence, but one you don't have to feel guilty about. Got it. Well, have a great time in D.C. Thanks. Overly grabs his coat and his suitcase and heads to his car. Despite helping to organize this D.C. trip and having made many similar such trips over the years, Kalen Barsarian is not going. Instead... He's staying home at his vineyard in Arizona. He's been spending more time there recently. Although technically still the CEO of the RBA, he's taking more of a backseat role. Across town, RBA chairman Dwayne Cardoza has just gotten a disturbing phone call. He paces his office, trying to figure out what to do. Members have the option to leave the RBA every year. Cardoza's not sure how many people will stay in the group. 
If it doesn't have a sizable percentage of the independent raisin growers, the RBA loses its leverage to negotiate a better price. In January, hoping to boost their numbers, they launched a membership drive, offering a bonus of $10 per ton to every farmer who signs up a new member. But Cardoza has just found out they have a bigger problem. He knows who he needs to call. Caleb Barsarian speaking. Caleb, it's Dwayne. I, I just got a call from a farmer. He didn't want to say which, but he said a field representative from a packer threatened him and told him he needed to withdraw from the RBA if he wanted to sell his raisins this year. What do you think we should do? Caleb blanches. He wasn't alive for the Night Riders, but he heard the stories. Things haven't escalated to that point yet, but, well, this sounds too close for comfort. Not much you can do, really. Issue a statement, remind growers that this kind of intimidation is illegal under California law, and urge people to keep reporting it. Cardoza sighs. Thanks. We'll do that. The RBA issues the statement, and then another, urging raisin growers to stick together, to stay united. But it's unclear if they're listening. Today, the raisin market continues to struggle. In August 2019, Congressman T.J. Cox and Jim Costa, who represent Fresno, successfully urged the federal government to purchase $15 million worth of raisins to distribute through nutrition assistance programs. In their letter to the Secretary of Agriculture, the congressman noted that farmers were hurting, in part because they were caught up in the trade war between the White House and China. The tariff tiff had a similar effect on exports elsewhere. With raisin exports falling, Overly's goal of making raisins appeal to millennials has become urgent. The state of the raisin industry is still in flux. The power is back in Sunmade's hands, and now Overly and Sunmade are about to take a gamble. They believe sales are shrinking because millennials have just forgotten about raisins and not because they still disdain the snack they used to toss from their lunchboxes. Overly is betting that with a good advertising campaign, they can win them over. Trouble is, farmers don't have time to find out. It's fall 2019. Janice Eskandarian watches as a tractor tears out the gnarled trunks of the grapevines. She brushes away a tear, hoping no one notices. She knows this is the right thing to do. It's take out the vines or lose the farm. She no longer has the luxury of time to see if Overly's plan will work in the long run. She has to do this. But she can't help feeling like she's failing her family and her heritage. Her grandfather's family planted these vines, in part to maintain a connection with their Armenian homeland after they were forced to flee. She is the one who couldn't make it work. Tomorrow, she'll plant almond trees. That's where the money is these days. From Wondery, this is Business Wars. I hope you enjoyed this series. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll find a link on the episode notes. Just tap or swipe over the cover art, and you'll see some offers from our sponsors, too. We hope you'll support our show by supporting them. 
If you like what you've heard, we would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. Another way to support us is by answering a short survey, wondery.com slash survey. And while you're there, don't forget to tell us what business war stories you'd like to hear. A quick note about the conversations in this episode. We can't know exactly what was said, but this dialogue is based on our best research. Parts of this story were based on reporting by Jonah Bromwich for The New York Times. I'm your host, David Brown. Austin Rackless wrote this story. Karen Lowe is our senior producer and editor. Sound designed by Kyle Randall for Bay Area Sound. Our executive producers are Jenny Lauer-Beckman and Marshall Louie, created by Hernan Lopez for Wondery. Hey, I'm Mike Corey, the host of Wandery's show, Against the Odds. In our next season, I'm telling an amazing true story about American sailors who wrecked their ship off the coast of Africa in 1815. They're captured by a nomadic tribe. To escape, they will need to cross the largest hot desert in the world to reach civilization. They will battle against blistering heat, inhumane conditions, hunger, and thirst. Their heroic fight to get home will have a much greater impact than just on their own lives. It will influence a future president and change the course of American history in ways that are still felt today. This is the true story of the men who made it, and it's one that you don't want to miss. Subscribe to Against the Odds on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, The Wondery App, or wherever you're listening right now.